0: Father, we pray right now. in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father, we ask you to breathe upon this message. Breathe upon your word, Father God. Let what's causing death in us, Lord, bring life in others, God. Let the Holy Spirit fire go forth, Father. Let the truth of your gospel, let the real remnant seed of your gospel be planted in us, God. Let the 100% multiplication, Father God, break every mindset, God. Break every lie, God. Break everything that can be broken, God. And shake everything that can be shaken. That everything that's steadfast, unmovable, and real in the kingdom, God, will remain. Father, we thank you for the spirit of light. Thank you for the spirit of truth, God. Father, we thank you for your blood. Father, God, I ask you to hide me behind the cross right now. And let all your words come forth, God. Not a man's, not man's wisdom, not religion, but oracles from heaven, God. As a living epistle, God. We open up the realms, God, open up the windows of heaven, God, open up the doors of life, God, and the truth, God, the truth that sets us free, and Father, let us be yes men to you, God, let us go forth and do everything that you've called us to do, Father God, in every hindrance, and every other thing that's in the way, God, be removed, every obstacle, every illusion, every lie. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Today's message that it's called store up. And most people might think, oh, um, where do where do people get their messages from it? where do prophets get some people sometimes they come from But usually, it gets... God um, bursts a message through something that we've lived or we're seeing in the body of Christ or we're seeing in somebody or we're seeing happening. But then, how do we know that? Whatever that is, is going to be for a lot of people. So then a lot of people... So that message was just for me. Yeah, then good. Because that's what happens. But a prophet will get stirred in something or be living something, or be seeing something. And when that thing, God puts it, and then He bursts out the direction for God. The, the way, the rebuke, the chastening, the, um, the revelation that it will bring life to many. Amen. Amen. So, Matthew. 6, 19-34. Lay not up yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust does corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. But lay up your treasure in heaven, where neither moth does corrupt, nor where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Everybody say treasure. treasure. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. And I know for a fact, everybody says, God is first in my life. But if God's not your treasure, then He's not first. Because what treasure is, is what you value the most. Where, where your treasure is, is where your heart is. So really, most, some people's treasure is their family. Some people's treasure is money. Some people's treasure is their bank account. Some people's treasure is their job. Some people's treasure is their investments that they have on the earth. But the only treasure that God God, um, blesses is the kingdom. Now all the time people say it's like lip service. They say one thing, but their fruit and their actions and what we do and say are two different things. God says, "Don't be uh, a lip service." A lot of us give God lip service, but lip service. God knows the intentions of our heart. You might fool man, but you can't fool God. And that's what a lot of people do. They, we, we because of pride, we fool people, and we say things that we don't mean, or we. But God's not blessing that. God only blesses people that do what they say. And, and and do what He says. And if they have a hard time doing what He says, they humble themselves and they go to God and ask Him to help them. Amen. But lay not your treasures. Lay up your treasures in heaven. Because everything here is corroded. It will corrode away. And it's not going to last. And how many people say, well, in 10 years or in 20 years. or There's no retirement in the kingdom of God. So... You, we need to be investing our time, our resources, our finances, our gifts, everything we have for right now. Because whatever we're able to do is for now. Everybody's uh, is, is for tomorrow. I'm preparing for tomorrow. I'm, I'm taking care of my retirement, my future. That's what the world puts in us, and that's what we think. Because, but if your trust is in God... He says, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow has its own worries on its own. He says, I'm a now God. Do what I say now, and then tomorrow will be taken care of. Because if we live for tomorrow, and when tomorrow never comes, let's say you die tonight, you have nothing stored up in heaven. There's no treasure there. Your treasure's all here. And then you probably stored up for your children that are serving the devil, what good is that? All your everything that you store up here gets turned over to Satan, and you come and you go to you go in heaven naked, and and you have really nothing for God. You might get there; doesn't say it's not your salvation, but God wants you to store up your treasure in heaven. People do it all the time. It's like even in religion. Oh, I give my little ten percent, but they're storing nothing up really in heaven. They're just doing the law, what God's telling them to do. But they're not living and dying to live for the kingdom. Because what? It becomes our own kingdom. So this is what Jesus was trying to to say. This is the way of prosperity. This is the way to be free. This is the way that you can walk and not have any... How many people are walking in in this world, but they're, they're never satisfied? Or they're never really at peace with God because of, and they're basically little idols. But God is going to give us so much more when we obey Him. See, and people misuse the revelations of Jesus for their own gain, and that's witchcraft. But it says here, Jesus says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And then what did Jesus say? When you've done it unto the least of these, you've done it unto me. But if thy eye is evil, thy whole body is full of darkness. And if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is the darkness. No man can serve two masters. You can't serve your job and serve God. You can't serve your family and serve God. God will take care of all those other things, but you serve Him first. You cannot serve anything without serving God because then what, what happens? You become a, a man-pleaser, a servant. You be, you, you're you. you going through the back door. And if you go through the back door, we're the head not the We've got to go, go straight to God. And God opens up realms. God pours out true riches. Where your treasure is, there your heart is also. Amen. Lay up treasures in heaven where neither rust does corrupt nor Peas break in and steal. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, if your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. Everybody wants peace. Put God first. Not what God loves and directs us to do before that. Well, God is all about family. God is all about us making a lot of money to invest in the kingdom. God is all. Yeah, but God has to be first. Your life can never be in order until God's first. That was what Jesus came to do. He said... Make, love God with all your heart, all your mind. But people say they do, but if, how many know? It says, if you love me, you'll obey me and keep my commandments. So what do you say that you can store up your treasures in heaven? And how many know when you start storing your treasures in heaven, you'll have so much more here Amen. you don't even know? That's the problem. Satan tricks you and you get turned upside down where you're serving the carnality instead of the kingdom of God. And, and how many know? In carnality, you're never satisfied. You never have enough. But God is El Shaddai. What does that say? He's a God of more than enough. But He's not going to be more than enough. If you're going to consume everything on your own lust. So what you do is you, you end up striving. Instead of walking in the real blessing of God. And God's given many glimpses of blessings. Blessings here and there. Things that fall out of heaven that you didn't expect. Like plane tickets being paid, like cars given to people, like this and that. He's showing you, but that's just a little trick. He's showing you who He is so you can let go of what you're trusting in, let go of what you're holding on, but some people don't get it. God wants us to get it. He wants us to be so free that persecution doesn't touch us. No man can serve two masters. So, what is a master? Could be our family. Could be our job. Could be somebody. Could be. Well, if you have a home and you can't afford it, that's your master. If your mortgage makes you work overtime and you have no time for nothing else, your home is your God. That's not what the kingdom is. The kingdom is have a nice home, but be free to be serving the Lord. And that's what God wants to put in our heart because He He can do it. But until He pulls all that out of us and our carnal religious mindsets that, that religiosity is putting us, we can really walk in the freedom that God has us. And then everybody gets mad at the guy that's being blessed and walking in freedom. But what did He give up? Everything. Jesus said, did you count the cost when you said you are going to follow me? I want everything. Everything. And when, 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 Abraham was walking, and then Isaac became his God, and everything, he made him give it up. And when he gave it up, he gave it back to him, and then more. And then he gave it back and gave him more. Everything. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Thy eye is thy eye, therefore, I is single, thy whole body is full of light. Therefore, I'm going to say some things again for the third time, maybe a couple seconds here, but we'll get No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in manna. You cannot serve God in your job. You cannot serve God in your family. You cannot serve God in your home. And I had just said about that if your if your home is if you have a bigger home than you can afford then you're serving it because you're not free to serve God. Anything that gets away. And if you lay up your treasure and you die tonight and everything you have goes to your children that are serving the devil, what good is that to advance the kingdom? And then you go into the kingdom Of God, You go into heaven and you have nothing. And Jesus said, store up your treasures in heaven. Therefore, you cannot serve two masters. You will either hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What you eat, what you drink, what you put on your body. And we have on TV, Christian TV all the time. Oh, store up. The the famine's coming. Oh, store up. See, it's religion. Oh, you know, we're looking at the stock market, all the housing markets are. So what? Are you under? The, if you're serving the world, you better. But if you're serving the God, you're above the world. See, the harlot, she she, she rules the seven mountains. She sits on the, the seven mountains of media, arts and entertainment, religion, uh, business, um, media, be, all that stuff. It's been given to Satan. But when you get born again, God's taking you above that. Where you have full access to heaven. But if you come under, under that, you will never be free to be able to do what God is putting inside of you. And that's where the kingdom is in you. He wants you to store up inside of you and inside of others the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God isn't even by observation. It's within. That's what Jesus said. So let's see. Let's go deep in this because so many are saying, "Well, I'm going to do this," and the people they start fundraising on that, or they do this thing. I'm going to do missions work. Just put God first. He'll give you everything you need. So the more you get delivered from all all the things in are in your life that stop you from being free to do whatever, and He'll have you working here. He'll have you there. But you're you're serving Him. And not ourselves, and not somebody's not you're not a slave to any man or any system. You're free. And then you love and you're a bond servant to God. And then you can and He wants us all to be the head and not the tail. We all say it, we all we all want to believe it. But how can you be the head? And I'm not saying you're not gonna work for someone and do all that, but you call the shots. Because it's God. And if they don't, and it has to be God. I'm not saying you go in there and say, do this and do that. No, it'll bear witness and God will back you. If God tells you to do something, you're not going to lose your job because you said God. And if you do, he's got something greater. Because that's what happens when he makes you confront that. You get delivered, and then you have more than that because you passed the test. But everybody sits under, a, a, not everybody, but many sit under a spirit of fear. And then that's what Satan does to distract us from doing everything in our life. I'm serious, because it's the word of God. Therefore, I send you. Take no thought, it's not a a thought. How many people? They think all day. I got to get insurance. I got to get health insurance. I got to what? And and everything's consumed. And it's like that is not the kingdom. The kingdom is freedom. I mean, freedom in every area. Freedom in sickness. Freedom in and everything to where we can we can bring it. And he, he's not just talking to the to the apostles here. He's this is the, he's. You'll see later. The the rich young ruler came up to him. He wasn't an apostle. What did he tell him to do? You'll see in a minute. You cannot serve two masters. You'll hate the one and love the other. And my my job here is to get you to have to have no master to God, so He can bless us. And and it's it's only through the Word. And keep hearing it. It's like a hammer, like that song we played earlier. First, it's like that hammer. And finally, and then it's breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Every time we break these mindsets and put God there, all of a sudden, there's nothing. He, there's no lack in the kingdom of God. Therefore, I say to you, you, take no thought for your life, what you eat, what you drink, what you put on your body, for it is more as your life than meat, and your body is more than rain. And behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not. In other words, God created you and them, and He loves you more than that, and He gives them everything on the earth to build their nest, to do that. They don't sit there, oh my God, where am I going to get my twigs today? My nest is so hard. Where am I going to get some cotton? It's natural. They just, you need to get some heavenly instinct in your life where everything's natural. Amen. There's no worry. It's natural. The bird doesn't wake up and say, oh my God, i got to get my baby's food. He just does it. We need to be natural natural right in the kingdom of God Jesus didn't go around and when everyone came in the boat and the storm was coming he went to sleep that's what the kingdom is you don't worry about nothing that's what I want to impart that's where I want to go to and I hope you know I'm not saying I've arrived but my goodness at least I know what the goal is it's not here it's there he said which by taking no thought can add one cubic stature so everything else is just a distraction. The birds aren't. And he says, you, and how much more does he love you? And then he'll clothe you in clothes. And I actually, he'll give you brand new clothes. Don't just have a poverty mindset. Well, I can go to, he'll always let me have a couple bucks I can go to Goodwill and get some secondhand clothes. He's if He's talking about, he clothed the grass with his glory. You think he wants his His people that are carrying his glory to have rags on? we got to break these mindsets. God wants to, Bless you so you can be a blessing to others and you can be free to advance his kingdom. But if the only thing you have in your mind is your own kingdom and fear, you can't advance nothing but your own agenda. Which by taking no thought can add one cubit stature. And take no thought for raiment because the, li- the lilies in the field, they grow and they toil. Neither do they spend. And yet your heaven. And say unto you that even Solomon, all his clothes, was not arrayed like these. Wherefore, if God clothe the grass in the field, and it's cast in the oven, so sh- how much more shall He do unto you, you of little faith? Therefore, take see, faith and fear can't 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 live together. You're going to serve one or the other. You either serve fear or faith. Faith is what we're supposed to be going. Didn't the Bible say we go from faith to faith? Not faith, fear, fear. Faith, faith, faith. Oh, now I'm in fear again. And then it's like, it's like we start walking in faith and all of a sudden something because we need to be in faith in it. I'm not talking about uh, obscure uh, uh, stuff that consuming our lust to advance His kingdom. Everybody in this room and listening on has a assignment or a place in the body of christ to advance his kingdom and how many people uh, a lot of people know these words but they not have been set free and then people see it and then they say well i don't want that god you don't even have your light bill paid and then then they see another guy that's serving the devil that's preaching and he's got all this stuff and he's not advancing the kingdom and they're like and then i don't want that but God wants us to be in Him. Jesus had everything, but it didn't look, because it wasn't. It didn't affect Him. It didn't affect Him. Amen. Money didn't have control on Him. Things didn't have control on Him. So, whether He had it or not, it didn't matter to Him. But I tell you what, He had it. Because the wise men brought all that. His dad was one of the biggest builders in the city. And... The wise men brought all those precious treasures to him. And he had to have somebody to carry finances. And they were taking care of the poor wherever they went. Remember he said, let's go to the city and buy food for everyone. But there was no place to get it. Everybody has this mindset about Jesus. And they have all these things. And you know what? Jesus. And I was, we were watching that thing there. Uh, someone put that thing about that, that funny thing that Jesus is in Brazil, that guy. I'm like It's like the Pope on steroids. But basically, uh, that guy really thinks he's somebody. At least the, the Pope is in false humility because he's trying to look you know, to something else. But they're both being carried. They're both being lifted up. See, Jesus, he came in as a meal, but he had everything. And it didn't have an effect on him. He didn't say, oh my God, what am I going to do? And if he doesn't have it, what? He multiplied it. He prayed for the, the bread and the fish and it multiplied. So even if you don't have it in substance... You can pull it down from heaven. Yes. But nobody wants to believe that stuff. How are you gonna be a sign and a wonder? That's why I said hey. I said, I'm sign and wonder. Well, how about your life, my life? I was blind, now I see. I was shooting drugs and now I'm free. Yes. I was blind to this, you know. Many people because they're 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 even in Christ, because of the mindset, they don't even live free when they're already free. Because of the teachings that are wrong, because of the lack because of the fear that comes. And God wants to set us free. Yes. Amen. And we need to make a stand. Once you start standing for God, He starts opening doors. He, what did He say? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not wrong. Faith is not waiting for God to open the door and walk through it. Faith is like, God told me, you kick the door open and go. And then it's there. And then God's, wow, that's somebody I can use. They're not... Or fear creeps in and... Oh God, open the door. I know you told me. Open the door. And it's like, he's like, and you're just waiting for God to open the door when he's like, put your hand up and shut the door. Oh, shut Turn the knob and walk in it. And then you go from glory to glory. <clears throat> glory. The glory of God that's inside of us. Don't even... Let us get into the parable of the talents. Whatever God's putting in our hand is to advance his kingdom. And as you advance his kingdom, he puts more in your hand. So, of course, things are going to fall out because you've got to find the right investments in the kingdom. you got to do the right things. you got to meet the right people. you got to ha- be in the right place to build an orphanage to do these things. So it's, it's it, it, it things, but it's the advances to bring his glory this is not about prosperity, and you guys know I never talk about money or anything like that in that sense. I'm trying to set people's mindsets free. Because there's going to be people that are going to be free, and there's going to be other people that. And then the people that aren't free are always going to be stuck at the level of a poverty mentality. And the people that are walking the kingdom are going to be able to do more for God because this got set free. Not that God called them to do more, but they were able to do more because they were set free up here. Up here. So, where do we put our mind on things above? Not on the earth where moth, rust, and then we don't store up here, we store up there. Right? So, when we do go to heaven, it's like, wow, you got these souls, you did this, you went on this mission trip, you went here, and man, you were storing things up, and and, 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 and then God's like, and I, I, and I find out the people that start storing more up in heaven end up having more on the earth. It's just automatic because God's a multiplying God. See, the key is not some shyster minister charlatan telling you, give a $1,000 shirt so he can go get another bigger car. It's about your heart in the kingdom, God trusting you and making you a sign and a wonder to bless his people, to build his church where the gates of hell will not prevail with the truth founded on the apostles and the prophets with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone, not man, not a church, not a building, not a denomination, Christ. And as that is, we have that in us as well, because we are the temple of God. So it's that it better be founded on God. Our life needs to change to where what what is in here gets here. It says then Paul said by the renewing of our minds. And there'll be times when you have uh, Paul had times when... but. It wasn't here. He didn't say, oh my God, what am I going to do? He just waited on God. And God did it. And whatever you cannot possibly do in your own strength, God will do it for you. Luke, let's see what Luke says here. In the meantime, when he gathered together the immoral multitude of people, and so much that they trod one upon another, he began to say to his disciples first, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing cover that shall not be revealed neither hid that shall not be known therefore whatsoever I have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light and that which is spoken in the ear in the closet shall be proclaimed on the housetops and say unto you my friends be not afraid of them that kill the body don't be afraid of ISIS don't be afraid to go somewhere because it's a dangerous comfort if God tells you to go you go that's what we saying don't be afraid of them that can kill your body because what? You're with the Lord. You really, we're nothing. We, we, when we get afraid to, that, our, that about this body, it's because our treasures are on the earth. But when your treasure's in heaven, you don't care when you go. Because you're living for another age, which is eternity, which is the glory, which is... And I'm telling you, if we really get a kingdom mindset... We want to. If you're, if you're only here in a vapor, and you got a nice big house, or whatever, and you go to heaven and you live forever, and Jesus went to build to prepare a place for you, and he said and mansions, all that, and and I believe, I believe like God's throne, and like the closer, the more I, I think that the more we obey Him, it doesn't matter who, how big your ministry, what and the most obeying Him and live for Him, the closer we get right to His throne, wherever it is, and the more glory radiates or whatever. So. If we're really smart investors, we'd invest in the kingdom where eternity never ends. This ends. That's what he's saying. Invest your time, your resources, your heart in eternity where Jesus rules and reigns. That's what he's trying to do in us, that we can be free here because it's impossible to serve him rightly here if we're, for eternity if we're not free. And that's what the word does. Sets us free. But I forewarn you, whom you shall fear. Fear him. So he says, fear God. After he had killed, has the power to cast you in hell. You say unto you, fear him. It's not five farlings sp- for a sparrow, and not one of them is forgotten before God. But even the very hairs on your head are numbered, if you have some hair. I mean, we've got a few on our channel, we can count. God knows every hair on my chin. And when one falls out, He knows it. I don't even know that. Nobody on this earth knows that. So that means there's not anything that God doesn't know. Sometimes we think, well, he's way far off. He hears your every prayer. He hears your grunt. He hears hears your thoughts. He even knows what you think. 'Cause it's a gift, a word knowledge. You, you got a prophetic guy, he can get a word not. All of a sudden, I get it all the time. You can read people's heart. You know it's, it's not about body language, you can, and the spirit will speak to your heart. God knows everything, he created everything. In him, all things were made. In him we have our being, we have our life. Yeah. So we can really do nothing. And the Bible says we can do nothing apart from that. Religion, we want to do everything and leave God over here in our own strength. And then we say, Oh, I did this, I did this, and it's like, but there's no kingdom, there's no power. There's no deliverance. There's a lot of good stuff, but God's looking for God's stuff. And if he puts God inside of us, the more God will come out of us. If we put more of man's stuff in us, what will come out of us? And when we get squeezed, God comes out. We get squeezed, and we have full of faith. Faith comes out. We get squeezed, and we have, we have a bunch of fear. We go, oh, and we go in a cave. We get squeezed in faith, we go forward into another faith. That's what God's doing. He's squeezing us. Some of us retract, some of us go forward. He said, even the very hairs on your head are numbered. And I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall confess before men, also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. He wants bold people. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemy the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven. And when they bring you... He's not saying. It says, he didn't even say if. He said when they bring you. Back then, they were all getting brought up. And at the end, it's going to happen the same. we got to be ready for that. We can't be full of fear where we take the mark of the beast. Or we're so fearful we store up. Yeah, okay, so uh, Christians can't buy us up. So... God said He'll take care of us. He said that we, we are marked with a seal. He just said He's going to feed the sparrows. He's not going to take care of us. That's where the, the, that's where the rubber hits the road when you're in a circumstance when you have to trust God. And God doesn't want you whining. out God. He wants you to have faith, and it's there. In the wilderness, they went around and around the mountain 40 years and even didn't have enough faith. After seeing the Red Sea split... Every day God supplied them, and know what they tried to do? They tried to store up quails and all that, and it got stinky and rotten, because they were storing it up not to feed the next village for themselves, because of fear. God, sh- All those signs and wonders are for us in the end times, and it all rotted, and it was no good. God made it to that day. And then we have ministers on TV, and we have other ministers that, you know, the signs of the time... and Telling you to store up, you gotta build your barn bigger. You gotta have. We got ministers on TV making this big old barn, all with all these um, um, seeds and all this. Like, like the government's gonna say, "Oh, that's great. You guys were some smart Christians." Like they're not gonna come and take it for themselves. Amen. I mean, come on. Is that? Is, and, and it's all over TV. And people pour money in to this TV ministry so they can have a bigger barn. If they're not building the kingdom. They're building their own kingdom for fear of what is to come on the earth. That's not the gospel. That's a lie. It's a doctrine of devils. And everybody in religion watches and they send money or they get a bucket of 20 years' worth of food. I've seen it. It's out there. And hundreds of Christians, 30, 20, 40-year-old Christians, they buy into that. That's not the gospel. The gospel is faith. And once we get, and it takes faith, and it takes boldness to break your fear, you say, no, no mess. I'm not going to be afraid of of tomorrow. In this way, God, you live in peace. Now that's the truth. Because either this gospel stands or what we uh, create in our own. It doesn't even matter if it's the truth. When Joseph stored up, the the twelve, his eleven brothers didn't even have a clue what he was doing. God set it up for His life to be a sign of wonder. He got thrown in the pit, the palace. God used him. He had a dream, and what happened? They were going to die. There was a famine. They knew you don't ever store up because of the whole thing of Moses and, or I mean, not Moses, but the whole thing about trusting God. Al should I he's my provider? Um, Abraham, Isaac, and Joseph. Well, Abraham taught him, "Hey, God provided the ram in the thicket, even when I didn't have a sacrifice." They learned that from the the beginning of of being a little. God is my provider. Not what I can do. So what happened? What happened to them was God set up Joseph. And they finally got to the point where we're going to die. And God led them right to where his brother was. And they took one third of Egypt and sustained them through. They didn't have to lift a finger. They didn't have to store nothing. God provided that way. So God will provide that way for you if you just walk out and, and, and obey Him. It's all there in the Bible. It's all right in the Word. And when you bring, and He said, and speak whatsoever to the Son of Man, and when you bring you in the synagogues and the magistrates and the powers, take no thought for what thing you shall answer or what you shall say. See, our only, only thing that stops us is right between or the eyes. Right? right in there. That's, that's our biggest enemy. It's not the tax guy. It's not the government. It's not, I mean, and, and of course the devil, but I'm saying, if it, 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 Satan, they can't touch us unless we buy into his lie. We have to buy it. It costs money to buy a lie. It costs, you've got, you got to think on it and you've got to believe it. Either you believe the word or you believe the lie. See, and it takes, a, just like this takes faith, so does believe in the devil but it turns into fear because he's a liar. I hope this is helping somebody. Amen. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you should say. And don't try to, oh, what am I going to say? Trust him. All of a sudden, wisdom will come and you'll speak something just like Jesus did. And he sometimes God said, don't say nothing. And when he did, what did he say? He was so full of the word, when Satan tempted him in the wilderness, he said, and you, you say that you're this if you are the son of God, and he said, he knew right what to say. So we need to, that's another trust, trust, trust. That's what God wants. to Put trust Him, because when we don't trust Him, what does He say? Without faith, you cannot please Me. So that is a big thing. Faith pleases Him. It does. Faith makes Him move mountains for you. I mean, you don't actually move them. You have faith, and He moves the mountain. I mean, anything we have is not ours. Every Anything he's given us and put inside of us is his. Remember, we're just um, stewards of his glory, his power, it's all his. But he he puts that treasure inside of us. And he said unto him, man, who made me a judge and a divider over you? Oh, he says, one Holy Ghost teach all things. Master, speak of my brother that divided the inheritance with me. And he says, man, who is the judge and the divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed to beware of covetousness. See, see, look at the divide. Beware of covetousness. See, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about faith and trust in God. God, give me whatever I'm supposed to have. Not more for my consumer, nonetheless. Not covetous. What I need to event. What I need to give you glory. And religion will say, Oh, that's just too much. And religion will say, That's not enough. God just gives you just enough. What you say, God, I can do, not what man says. I'm not the divider in man's world. God is the one who says and does and, and directs our path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. That's what we have all the time. Oh, well, I don't know. No. Your own understanding will get you in fear. Your own understanding will put you in a ditch. Your own understanding will get you to tur- lean not on that. Don't 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 hold on to that. Don't push into that. Mean, trust in the Lord and then his word directs our path and it's right there ask anybody or you have Satan even self-made money, they also do that you ever see that it's, it's a counterfeit of, the, of, of faith and the gospel oh just keep saying I'm rich they have all those things and they work but all those things are going to burn up and they're going to be in hell there's a difference between because everything that actually works has been robbed from God and they just put another sticker on it because God is, is is the one. Even uh, in the world, there would be no problems if the if, if 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 America would just take on the ten percent, and and everybody what they bought they pay ten percent, what they sold ten percent, and on their income ten percent. Then who didn't have a lot they would have to say, oh, what about the poor? Because if the poor didn't get much, they don't pay nothing. It's it's so fair, but. They don't want that because they want to control you. They want to know what you're about. They want to know where you put your money. They want to know all these things. And then they also want the rich people that actually have loopholes that they can get richer. It's all the world. See? But if God has principles, they don't shake. They don't shake. For the Holy Ghost will teach you in the same hour what you'll say. He has to say, Take heed, beware of covenants, for a man's life consists... Not on the abundance of the things which he possessed. And he spoke a parable unto saying, The ground of a rich man brought forth plenty. So this is a rich man came up to him like, And he thought within himself saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barn. So I'll, I'll tear down that wall and I'll just build bigger. And that's what they're doing on that TV station, right? For the storing up thing. That whole... Uh, fear gospel thing going on out there it's still going on It just now the economy's good they just don't put those commercials on anymore they just changed it now the whole thing but if you go on the back message uh four years ago everything was falling apart now it's okay because we got a new it's like that's false prophet either it happened or it's not now something's gonna happen and god's preparing his remnant to be ready but you don't go by them you go by the spirit of god and when god shows you something You might not understand it right now, but if you're trusting Him and you have the Holy Spirit in your life, you might do something opposite what other people think and are doing, but it's going to manifest fruit in your life because God's doing it. And God's... God, you're you're trusting Him. He's leading you. You don't even know what. Even Joseph was led... You think he thought, wow, this is God's... uh, This is God's way for me? Uh, Pit prison. Man, I had all these dreams. Then this. and no. so you don't have to try to think what you're going through if you're trusting God. It's not going to always look like what you think it's going to look like. But at the end is the mark of the high calling. At the end is what you were created to do. Don't look at the process. Just keep focusing on the goal. Keep focusing on the mark of the high calling. Keep focusing on being fed by the word of God. Being endued with power. Clothing yourself in Christ. Making yourself of no reputation. That the glory of God can rest upon us to go. God is all about blessing His servants. It's all in here, but it's not about the prosperity message. It's about you being the message. And He says this. This will I do. I'll pull down my barns. I'll build greater. And I'll say to my Soul! Soul! Has much goods laid up for me many years. Now eat and rest and be merry. But God will say unto that, you fool. This night your soul is required of you. He's like, you've been working for yourself, doing all this, because you thought you're going to have this basking, amazing retirement. You're going to get a place on the beach and do this and that, because that was your plan. That wasn't God's plan. But we just told you God wants to bless you, but you got to do it his way. So you live for yourself to do all this stuff. Now look what happens he said he called him a fool and said your soul is required and and he said and those that shall those things be so he's like who and now whose stuff is going to be and I said what so end up they go right probably over to the devil your children serving the devil probably get them you didn't even think you are going to die you didn't even make a will yet so it's in there or the government takes it which is the devil you guys getting that that's what he's saying we don't know walk out there we go this you need to be living for the kingdom always, have everything ready to advance the kingdom. You die today, it's all for the kingdom. Everything's gotta be for the kingdom. Because if you're a good investor and you have the wisdom of God, you're 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 you're, you're investing for heaven. Heaven. Not here. And not to give it to where it can be smoked up by the devil. Or taken. And that's I mean this is normal uh, things. Uh, no, if you really think about it, but, but we're so in the carnal world, like we do everything with our minds under as the tail instead of the head. Everything God wants to give you is to advance his kingdom. So until he gets you to have a kingdom mindset, you'll be stuck. Because he doesn't want it to go over to the devil. He doesn't want things to advance Satan's kingdom. Do you understand? Every all your your whole breakthrough is here. And then God of course He's going to take care of your loved ones and even do more because you're doing right. See, it's all a distraction. You, We need to have our heart for Him, number one. And then peace comes, joy and righteousness in the Holy Ghost, which is in Christ. He said this, you're, and, and right here, this is what, he says, so lay of treasures said unto His disciples, therefore I say unto you, take no thought what you, your life is, what you eat, what you drink. Your life is more than me. See, your, the world puts on fear all the time, every way you watch, if, if you watch TV anymore, hopefully you don't, and commercials come on, and it says, oh, get your life insurance, oh, and then the doctors, then they have all the time, I mean, everybody's watched TV in their life, it gets worse and worse, it's all witchcraft, it's all sowing that fear in you. And, and then they'll even do a drama, oh, emergency, and the person died. Were you, were you ready for that? No, you say, if you're a Christian, were you storing up treasure in heaven? You see the difference? Where do you prepare? Everyone has to take care of their own life. Our job here is to take care of the life of Christ, to advance His kingdom. And then God's going to do more, and more, and more. We can't have any idols in front of Him. And, get, and that's why He loves us and He's doing this. So the more we hear or the Word of God, it it renews our mind, and then our thinking changes. Then we walk in freedom that we never knew we could have. And I'm starting to walk in that. And you know what? I don't care anymore with people because my conscience is with God. I do what's right with God. He gives me peace. If 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 I start getting off, He rebukes me. Someone be Good. My when I when I die, I don't have to talk about all. Go stand in front of a bunch of jealous Christians or Christians that thought and did it the way of religion and have to count to them, i got to count to one person. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I'm not going to listen to a bunch of fools that aren't advancing du- in the kingdom and have nothing to show for it because they're living in fear. But if I have faith, I'm going to impart it to others. I'm going to trans- uh, impart it so we can all grow into the full stature and the measure of Christ. Or we can go listen to another, uh, go put on Christian TV and talk about... Uh, the next Christ is coming, and 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 what and, and what to do about it? Or you can just read the Bible and walk in faith and not have any worries about tomorrow. Which taking no thought can add one stature. If Abel, this is the least. Why take thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, and then I am going to go. And Solomon, and it's God clothed these things. He said, and seek not what you shall eat, seek not what you shall drink, seek not where you should live, seek not. Neither be you he called it double-minded because he was taught he was the kingdom he said these are my words and my words are life so what do we do we we eat all this stuff this and then we eat that it's okay you should listen sometimes I'm not telling you what's going on so you know what's going on in the world but you don't eat it, it means you don't digest it and take it in and let it go through your body you just you 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 hear something so you can get more revelation of because you're so in this kingdom you see all of that in that kingdom and you can't just hide out in a little barrel or a little closet and with your Bible and think you're going to advance the kingdom either you got to know what's going on in the world but are you under the world or are you over the world you know are you are you stomping the harlot's head because it said that before the curse that um that um uh. Your, his heel will be uh, whatever the heel thing. And when the curse was, he said he's going to have babies. He's going to hurt, him, bruise the heel. Well, guess what? When we're born again, we're the head again. That's it. We were. And it wasn't, I will get into this message later because we weren't even really cursed. It was the ground and all the things around us. And Satan was the one that was cursed. But we're not in a curse anymore. So why are we living like we're cursed? There's no, we shouldn't have to even toil like that anymore. I'm not saying, God will start you. You'll start at a job that's going to be easy, but it will promote you promote you. That's the, it's not about toiling unless you think that and you're working for your future and not for the kingdom of God. Because there's no work in the kingdom of God. It's a lifestyle. Everything you do is for the glory of God. You don't do it to be seen of men or so you can get a raise or you can man please or do this. it's all the one boss is God that you do it for, then everything else falls in place. And then you do great at your job too because you're doing great for God. And He's the one that you're working for, not man. He says, for these, he said, double-minded, he says, these things the nations and the world seek after. Come on, just think right now. Think about your other brothers. Everybody, what are we all seeking after? I gotta get my bills paid. Um, I gotta, um, right? All fear. Like, did, imagine all that gone. Imagine all of the way where everything's what you need, and you can just, and you're doing things, but there's no striving. He's, he wants to train that in all of us. This is a promise for everyone. To be free of the world. To be free from the mind of the curse. But rather seek the kingdom of God. So you don't seek the world. Seek the kingdom of God. And all will be added unto you. There's the key. And what is God is the kingdom. I mean actually when we die we actually go into God. I mean he's on the throne but it's like his. It says the kingdom of God is within you. He is the king and it's his domain. So we go with Him. And if we live like that here, then the kingdoms of this world will just fall. They won't have any hold on us. Yeah, we'll obey them, we'll do things, but it's like they don't control us. God doesn't want us controlled by man. He wants us controlled by the very, His very love. His very passion. So, and it says sell. Then he says this, fear not. See, there it is again. Fear not. For your father, it's your father's good pleasure to give it to you, the kingdom. This is for you, not for me. I'm not trying to. We already took an offering. I can, my God knows. I'm trying to help you guys, because so many of you are stuck in in the fear of the world. Sell what you have, give almost, provide yourselves, bags through the wax. And old treasures in heaven that faileth not, wherefore no thief can steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And imagine that. A big heist, right? And you got all your money in the bank. It's just a little written thing, right? I mean you trust that anyway. Some Wells Fargo has all your money and you just trust it. I guess going will give it to you when you want. Everybody wants their money at one time, they're in trouble because they don't even have it. Okay? So you got this little thing written there. And, uh, and w- what if there's a big hack? It's gone. All that striving, and all that work. And you thought, you put your trust in that. And you think when the mark of the beast and you don't take it, you're going to be able to go take money out of your, if you don't take the mark of the beast, you think you're going to have access to banks? You think you're going to have access to grocery stores? you got to start learning to trust him now. Now. So he'll provide for you. So you like, to like, whatever. I've already, been in, I've already been in boot camp training for this. My whole Christian life. This is nothing. All the other Christians are going to be freaking out. <laughs> it's like, and you're going to be like, and you're going to be sleeping. I'm like, wake up. What's going on? And you're going to say, oh, you have little faith. What do you, you know? I've already pooled my money. That's buried in my backyard. And plus the money's not even worth anything. Or I've already, because God, I'm walking with God. And if he says, do this, move it here, do that. You're not putting your trust in man. So, sell all you have. Give to the poor. That's where your treasure is. Give to the poor. Giving. 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 You can't give if you're storing up. You can't give to people if you're, if you're trying to build a retirement plan. That's a double minded man. It says you're unstable in everything that you do and receiving nothing from the Lord. That's in James. Right? Yes. So, God wants to make us stable. Single minded. What I said earlier about if your eye be single, it's full of light, but if your eye be how much darkness is in it? So heavenly definition. My heavenly definition for it is if, if what we have is stopping us from advancing the kingdom of God, sell it. And what you have is advancing the kingdom? Keep it. That's a really good because that's what he said of this. Sell it. If it's a problem for you serving me, sell it. This is religion and the kingdom of God. Treasure, a quantity of a precious metal, gems, valuable objects, gems, gold, silver, precious metals, money, cash, treasure, love, fortune, wealth, a chest of treasure. Cinnamons, cherish, hold dear. See, this is that's why I said it could be family, could be your job because you're afraid you can't get another one or God can't advance you. So fear. Because you're his. You're the king of glory, son. You, you, you have kingdom A. You we have like all acts. There's nothing that until, but God has to pull that out. Because he gives you more, you'll store more up. Why would God give you more when you already got all that stored up and you're not even advancing the kingdom? And then you think God's going to, you're going to go run and give some a false prophet a thousand dollars and he's going to cancel your debt? So what, next year you can be in debt again? You got to get the kingdom in here, right? Yes. Amen. Here's another definition: wealth, money, jewels stored up, hoarded, hoarded, buried. Wealth of any kind stored up in reserve, something to be. And you know what? So you have something, and you don't even because the bank account is kind of like bearing it, but you're bearing it in the world. So you start using that for the kingdom. He'll give you more and more. Because what does he say? Whatsoever you sow, 30, 60, 80, increase, he multiplies it. Amen. And I got this bowl. Remember all the seeds before I had nothing? That whole bowl? Those seeds are coming to life. And that's for everybody. This is not a promise. For, this is the king's. And so you do that. Or Satan gets you to fear. And you just do just enough to satisfy the guilt or the condemnation that you put on yourself because you're not doing what God or God convicts you. But he wants you free. something of great value, a person, esteem, very rare, precious, it has to be souls. It has to be souls. That's what Jesus died for. He didn't die for us to have a big house, a big car. So whatever's in your life, it's to advance the kingdom, to win souls, to, to restore the church to its power and order. That it needs to be. And if God's there, then that's going to come right along with it. So if you have God number one in your life, then his ways will be number one in your life. His dreams will be number one in your life. His provision will be number one in your life. His direction will be in your life. And then everything else too works out. But we can have here, here. We're looking at that. We're looking at that. We're looking at that. And all of a sudden, yeah, we love God and all that, but it's all distractions. And we can never be be sound because we have too much of a, a carnal mind in here. Don't worry what people say. Look what the Word says. And then give your peace with God. Because everyone has some sort of a religious spirit. Everyone has an opinion of what you should do with what you have. Everyone will have an opinion of what you, where you should go, how you should do this, how you do that. But God's Word is the only opinion we need to take notice to. So who is really our treasure? Is it God? That's who our treasure must be. The kingdom is Him. It's His domain. It's His ruling. We have them in us. We've got to invest in God's heritage. Matthew thirteen forty four through 52 Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure in a field. Then which a man found, he, when he had found, he, he hid it for the joy. He goes and sells everything he has to buy the field. To buy the field. What do you mean? Whatever it takes to, for God. It's all about Him now. Not about our own little things. What we're going to wear, what we're going to eat. What, what are we gonna, What's going to be in 20 years? Am I going to even have a house? Or am I going to have a nice car? That's all what the world makes you think. You need to be free. You need to be free. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Who, when he found one pearl of great price, when he found Jesus, went and sold everything he bought. And the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net that was cast in the sea and gathered every kind which when it was full it drew it to shore and he pulled down and gathered the good into the vessels and he cast the bad away. So shall it be at the end of the world. The angel shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just and he shall cast them in the furnace of fire and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jesus said unto them, Have you not understood these things? They are unto him. Yea, Lord, they said. Then said he unto them, Therefore, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder, which bringeth forth out of his treasure this new and old. Luke 18, And a certain ruler asked him, so this rich guy comes up and asks him, good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He didn't tell him to say a prayer. He didn't say, I quote this, up. believe in me and, and, and believe that I rose from the dead. He hadn't even yet rose from the dead. He's like straight up meeting with Jesus, saying, "You know, I've been a perfect Jew. I've done all these things. Whoa! But there's something different about you. They're and your disciples, and they're so free. They're not worried about what we're worried about, and doing it, and trying to do this law and do this and all that. And I've been trying to do all that my whole life. But how do I turn this internal life you're you're talking about? And Jesus said that because you know that he said what the kingdom of God is. Joy, righteousness, and peace in the Holy Ghost. How much is peace worth to you? Is it worth your treasure? Is it worth your idols? Because that's worth everyone that has no peace. Because God's given us the end you got to give it to Him. Everything to Him. And Jesus said unto him, Why call me good? There's none good, save one but God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor, Father and Mother. And He said... All these things I have kept from my youth. He's like, I got it. I'm going to enter uh, uh, eternal life. Now, and when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, You lacketh one thing. Sell all that you have, distribute to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. So God has to give you something to be able to... So when you start to have your mind on things about what you... He's going to give you what to invest for the poor. You can't be, have a poverty mindset and think you're going to help the poor. It's impossible. It's an oxymoron. You need to have something to bless others. Right? You need to have the kingdom to advance the kingdom. You can't have religion and think you're going to advance God's purpose on the earth. No, it's right there. So he's telling him this. Why? He's trying to set him free so he can give him the kingdom. There's no lack in the kingdom. Jesus said these things. You lackest one thing, but sell all you have, distribute to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. And when he heard this, he was sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was sorrowful, he said, how hardly it shall be that a rich man enter into the kingdom of God. See, there's a lot of people in the the church. They got a lot of money, but they're not. Advance to the kingdom of God and they're not happy. They're not. They're even saved and they're not happy. Because they're living for the kingdoms of this world. He was sorrowful. He had many riches. And he said, and how many that have a lot of riches is harder to enter the kingdom. Until you get this freedom about what you have is not for us. It's for the poor. It's to advance God's agenda. And when you do that, He takes care of you more than enough. That's why I called him El Shaddai. He didn't change. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. But God wants to get us to be heavenly minded so He can and break these poverty mindsets. So many people have these worldly poverty mindsets. It's from the curse. It's from the curse. Do you know what the curse is? And we have, oh, it's just residue. Some people have this. Some people have some religion residue. Some people have, you know, this. Well, all these things are not the kingdom of God. You guys can stand up too. I'm about ready to finish. You know what? God told me that rich guy was actually poor. Because he had no heavenly treasure stored up. And what if he died the next day? His children might have got it. and They might have squandered it off and never got saved. So what's your treasure? If your treasure's not God, it's idolatry. Anything that's not God is idolatry. God is more than enough. 2 Corinthians, my last scripture, and we're going to close. 4, 1-7. through 70. See, the, the, all I've been doing is quoting the, the Word of God. I'm not even really preaching nothing. See, the Word of God said it'll change us. We can't hear a, a, a self-motivated message and think we're going to change inside and our, our ways are going to change. It's the word of God. It's like a hammer. It'll break us and break it and it'll keep coming to our mind and automatic we become automatic. When Jesus was the living word, we are to become the living word. When we don't even, we hear messages like, oh, I got that already, right, I got that. And you just, just eat a little more. It shouldn't, we got to get out of the place where the word's so strong on us that it's the weight of the word. We become one with the word. That it's just agreement with our life. Instead of it has to be there heavy to make us move into the life of God. We should already be in the life of God. How many years we've we been Christians and the Word's been here. That's what God's doing. Me and you and everyone else. He is doing a major work on the earth, and he is having a church where the gates of hell will not prevail. Last scripture, Second Corinthians four one said, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. We have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in the crackness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. For but if the gospels hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the little God of this world had blinded their minds Of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And it's funny, as I was saying about that guy being carried in Brazil, if anyone knows God anyway, Jesus is not prideful. He wouldn't want to be lifted up. And he's not coming back. He is going to come back in the sky. But that's so crazy how ludicrous and how they get so many followers how many people were walking with that guy it's ridiculous right i mean how people can be deceived so easy we have this word we won't be deceived we follow this word we don't need a little leaven we don't want any leaven clean doctrine fully god pure word change us hammer sword cut it off walk in freedom i mean it's really simple or we can fight the Word or, or or not receive it or try to play in our mind or because we don't... But really, it's to free us. For if we preach Christ and not ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord and, and ourselves, your servants in Jesus' sake, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light and the knowledge of the glory of God and Jesus Christ. But if, We have this treasure. Everybody say treasure. Treasure. In earthly vessels. That's the treasure inside of us that we need to follow. That treasure inside of us is God in us. The hope of glory. That glory is inside of us. From glory to glory. We shouldn't get off track if he's inside of us. I mean, how close is the truth to you? Unless we, we, we don't connect that with our heart, with our mind. It's right there. You can't say... Well, I didn't get to church. Tr- it's right there. We are the living epistles. We have this treasure in earthly best that the excellency and the power of God and not of us. In Matthew 21, 28 38, says, But you think a certain man had two sons, and he came to the first son and said, Son, go work in the day in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. And it came the second and said likewise, and he answered and said, I'll go, sir. And he went not. Whether of these two did, well, did the twain did, did, obey the father? They said unto him, the first. And Jesus said unto them, verily I say unto you, that publicans and harlots will go into the kingdom of God before you. He's saying, we get touched by God. We say yes to God on Sunday, but Monday comes and all that. We start to change our mind. That's not okay. God would rather you say, I can't do this, God. It's going to be hard. And then repent and do what He's telling you to do. than just always say we're going to do something and not do it. We need to be, uh, when it comes to God, He says it right here. We need to do what He's telling us to do. Because we know when we're in the presence of God and we're hearing the Word of God, we know exactly what we're supposed to do. And the enemy will come and he'll steal the seed. He'll steal the seed. It says the Word was sown. Because if your heart's hard, he'll steal the seed. Why? Because it's, got, no, it's not going in. So you got to get that word and keep getting it go to break that hard heart that the seeds can go in and it can bring for 30, 60, and 90-fold increase in our life. So God, let the word come and let the word come and break that. That the seeds can go in and penetrate and bring life and multiplication in our lives. Amen. Father, we thank you for the word, God. And we bless everyone in this room, God. We bless everyone, God. Going in and out, God. Coming in, God. You have us all strategically placed all around, God. But Father, we thank you that we seek first your kingdom, your righteousness. And we don't fear man. We don't fear people. We don't fear anything. Just you, Lord. That's wise, he says. The fear of the Lord is the the starting point, the beginning of all wisdom you're ever going to get. And the word of God will come out of you like rivers of living water. Jesus said, repent in hell, and no, they was still living water. It's not what the guy says, it's is it God speaking it? It's alive. And he's a double-edged sword. He said, He said that you will sow my word. And he said, You will do it, and, it's, and it will not return void. And my word is like a, a sword. It'll cut you off from the carnal things, the flesh, and you'll be one with the spirit. And he says this about the spirit. He says, that there's no condemnation. of those that walk in the spirit. The problem is that people and Christians have condemnation because they're walking in the flesh and in the spirit and the flesh and the spirit. But if you walk in the spirit, you won't live in condemnation. And he says, those that walk are the sons of God. Now, we're, many are saved, but God wants to bring us into sonship. Play the song, please. Just right there. Just hit that and kill the lights. So God's just working on your heart. He wants him to be the only treasure that you serve. It's got to be Jesus. And whatever he asks us to do, we just do it. And he makes a way where there seems to be no way. Without faith, you cannot please him.